Sefer Daniel, Perek Tet, Chapter 9. In this chapter, we're going to read of Daniel's prayer for redemption. I'd like you to note how many of these phrases have made their way into our Sidur and are used in our daily prayers, particularly during Selichot. Pasuk Aleph. In the first year of Darius, who was the Darius the Mede, the first king of the Persian Empire, the son of Ahasuerus, of the children of the offspring of Madai. This is not the Ahasuerus of the story of Purim. It could be that Ahasuerus was a title or a royal name that was repeated in the family. Asher humlach al-Malchut Kazdim, who had been appointed, who had been put to rule, on the on the kingdom of the Chaldeans. This is the Daryavish who took over, who succeeded. Homlach, that he was the one who was placed in position. The implication is by Hashem. Pasuk Bet. Bishnat achat on the first year of his rulership. Why does it repeat this? Because it stopped to tell us that he had been put in place on top of the Babylonian Empire. According to Seder Olam Rabbah, it was because he only ruled for one year. Ani Daniel, I Daniel, binoti basfarim, I contemplated the calculations. Mispar shanim asher hayad devar Hashem al Yirmiyahu Navi, the number of years that God had spoken to Yirmiyahu Navi about, limalot lecharbot Yerushalayim shivim shana, to complete the 70 years since the destruction of the temple. So Daniel is engaging now in a messianic or in um, a redemptive calculation. He knew that Hashem had told Yirmiyahu Navi that we would be, that the Chorban would last for 70 years, a 70-year power of Babel, and then there would be, it, Babel would be abolished, and then Hashem said, Lahashiv etchem, to return you. So Daniel said, you know, the first part came true. Babel is no longer in power. When will the second half come true? When will we be returned? Calculations, when does the 70 years really begin? And we know there are different possible starting points. It could have been from the first year of Nebuchadnezzar. It could have been the first year of the first stage of exile, the Galut Cheresh Masker. It could have been the Galut Yehoyachin, or it could have been from the destruction. But in any case, people knew about the 70 years, and he wanted to understand when are these 70 years over. Um, and, he, and he thought maybe the Jewish people are not worthy, and even though the 70 years have passed, we do not yet deserve to be redeemed. So what does he do? Pasuk Yud Gimel. And I turned my face towards God. To beseech with prayer, and with supplications, with fasting, with sackcloth, and with ashes. With his heart, with his mouth, he 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 was begging that first of all God should judge us justly, and as well that we should be that we should be redeemed. This idea of fasting sakva efer evokes to us Mordechai a little later on, the king of Ninveh in the book of Yonah, as well as the description in Echa, and of the people who returned to Zion eventually in the book of Nehemiah, also dress in this way. But that's not enough. We also need to turn to Hashem. Just going through the actions is not enough. And I prayed to Hashem, my God, and I gave confession. And I said, Please Hashem, I beg you, 
the great and awesome God, Shomer Habrit, who keeps the covenant, Bahachesed, and the kindness, Lohavav, to those who love him, Ulushomre Mitzvatab, and those who keep his mitzvot. Notice that over here he doesn't say, as we say in the Amidah, Hakel Hagadol Hagibor Vahanora. He just says, Hakel Hagadol Vahanora. The Gemara says that Daniel, when he realized that the redemption wasn't happening, omitted Gibor, and the Anche Knesset Hagdola returned it to the prayer. They said, that's why they're called Shehichziru Atarali Yoshna. They returned the crown to its place. And that is the Gemara in Yuma. And he calls Hashem the one who keeps the keeps the covenant. These are words from these are really words from Chumash that we we used to from the Yagmidot. Pasuk hey, Chatanu we have sinned, Vi'avinu, we've committed iniquity, Hirshanu we've done evil, Umaradnu we have rebelled, Visor mi mitzvotecha u'mishvotecha, and we've turned away from your mitzvot and from your just statutes. So we have this escalation. According to the Gemara in Yuma, chataim are by mistake, avonot are intentional, pishaim are rebellious. So, so too here we see that he says, we mistakenly, chatanu, we didn't do what was right. Avinu, we went off the wrong, the right path. We did that intentionally. And finally, maradnu, we have rebelled. We have turned away from you. And this is really the ikar, the main point of a vidui, of a confession. And it really echoes as well Shlomo HaMelech's words when he dedicated the Beit HaMikdash. V'lo shamanu, and we didn't listen, el to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our officers, and our forefathers, and to all the people of the land, to everybody. We didn't listen to the prophetic messages that you and your grace sent to us. Pasuk Zayin, to you Hashem, is righteousness. Vilanu, and to us, boshet hapanim, shamefacedness. Kahayom hazeh, as of this very day, to the people of Yehuda and to the inhabitants of Yerushalayim, to all the Jews, close and far, in all the lands, that you've scattered them there. Because of the betrayal that they betrayed you. Hashem, you're right, and we all, wherever we are, are wrong. Hashem, Lanu boshet hapanim. Hashem to us is the shamefacedness. Lamalkenu, lisarenu, vlaavotenu, asher chatanu lach. To our kings, our officers, and our forefathers, because we have sinned against you. And now he continues and he says that he explains why the punishment came so quickly. Pasuk tet. And we didn't listen to the voice of God to go and follow in his statutes, which he had given before us in the hands of his um, in the hands of his servants, the prophets. Pasukir Aleph. Vikal Israel and all Israel has transgressed your Torah. Visor and they've turned away. Not listening, refusing to listen to your voice. And therefore you placed upon us the curse and the promise which is written in the Torah of Moshe, the servant of God. We're not the servants of God. Because we have sinned against him. We didn't listen to you. He's matzdik hadin. 
He accepts the judgment. We didn't listen to you, and therefore you implemented this punishment upon us. Pasuk Yudbet. And he fulfilled his word that he had spoken about us and on our, and on our judges, our leaders who had led us. To bring to us a terrible um, evil. That had never been done before under the heavens. As was done in Jerusalem. This was an unthinkable calamity. Never before had something like this happened. As is written in the Torah Moshe, all that was written, all that evil came upon us. But we didn't get the message. We didn't entreat Hashem. To return, to repent from our sins, and to comprehend your truth. So we had this terrible punishment and we didn't realize its purpose. Now, when he talks about and things that are written in Torah Moshe, he's referring to the curses that are written in Parshat Bechukotai, as well as in Parshat Kitavo. Very frightening description of events that will happen if we don't go in the ways of Hashem. But since we didn't go in the ways of Hashem and we didn't get the message, Pasuk Yudalit, Vayishkod Hashem ala ra'ah. Hashem hastened the calamity, and he brought it on us, because God is just, in everything that he does, and we didn't listen to him. Now, this Vayishkod evokes the prophecy of Yirmiyahu, where he sees a makel shaked, a blossoming stick, but it's a pun, the stick is blossoming, a stick is an instrument of punishment, and it will come rapidly to punish the people if they do not repent. Pasuk tetva, va'ata, and now Hashem elokeinu, asher hotzeitchat amchat mi'eres mitzrayim biyad chazaka, who took out your nation from the land of Egypt with a mighty hand, v'tas l'chashem ka'ayom hazeh, and you made yourself famous, you gave yourself a name, until today, chatanu, we have sinned, rashanu, we have done evil. You are famous, everybody knows who you are, and we, in comparison, don't get the message, and we have sinned. Hashem, kechol um in keeping with all your righteousness, may your anger and your wrath turn away from your city, Yerushalayim, the holy mountain, because Jerusalem and your people have suffered and become the scorn of all around us because of our sins and the sins of our fathers. This is as we say in the Vidu'i, because we persisted in the sins of our forefathers, that's why this happened to Yerushalayim and we become the scorn of every nation. Pasuk Yudzayin, Va'ata, and now, Shema Elokeinu El Tfilat Abdecha. Please listen to the prayer of your servant, Ve'el Tachan Renav, and to his entreaties, Ve'ha'er Panecha, and turn your face, shine your face, Al Mikdashcha Hashamem, on your destroyed, desolate sanctuary, Lema'an Hashem, for your sake, for the sake of Hashem. I think he says, Ve'ha'er, to shine your face, is really evoking Birkat Kohanim, and it's also a request for the Shekhinah to return to the place where the destroyed Mikdash is now standing. Yudchet. 
Hashem, turn your ear and listen. Open your eyes and see. Our desolations. And the city which is called by your name, it affects you as well. It's not because of our righteousness that we're able to pour out our requests in front of you, but rather upon your great mercy. We have no merits, we have no right, but we ask you, Hashem, to please be merciful and listen to our questions. Hashem Shema, Hashem listen, Hashem Silacha, Hashem forgive. Hashem hakshiva, Hashem be attentive. Va'asei, and act. Al ta'acher, don't delay. Limancha, for your sake, Elokai. Ki shimcha nikra alicha ba'alamecha. Because your name is proclaimed upon your city and upon your people. Don't do it for us, but do it for, for your sake. Please listen to our prayer. And this, we know, is a very similar, this, this phrase is used in the Selichot. The Abarbanel points out there were three languages used for thri- sin, and therefore, there are three actions listen, shim'a, silacha, and hakshiva. And I'm still speaking, praying, and confessing, the sin of my sin and the sin of the people, and pouring out my supplication before Hashem, for Hashem's holy mountain. So as I'm continuing to pray, my personal prayers, my national prayers, um, I'm still speaking in prayer. Gabriel and the man Gabriel. Remember, he had seen him in the previous vision, so he recognized him. who I had seen in my previous vision, muaf bayaaf, is being lifted up in flight. Nogea Eli approaching me. minchat at about the time of. Tefilat Mariv. Just want to point out the, there's a midrash which says that Yosef, when he went looking for his brothers, Vayim Ish a man found him wandering around the field. Rashi says it was the angel Gabriel, and it comes from this verse where Gabriel is called the Haish, a man, as well as um, it, as well as we know that he is an angel. So he shows up at around the time of Mincha. Um, this is, I think, one of the reasons for the source, one of the sources for the custom to say Selichot at Mincha on a fast day. Also note that Daniel, was, that Eliyahu Navi was also answered at the time of Mincha. Vayaven, he made me understand. Vayidaberi me, and he spoke with me. Vayomer, and he said, Daniel, atayatzati lahaskilcha bina. Now I have come forth to teach you understanding. At the beginning of your tefillot, a word came forth. And I came to tell you, because you are beloved. Contemplate this matter and understand the vision. Seventy seventies have been decreed on your people and on your holy city to complete, to terminate sin, and to end sin, and to wipe away other types of sin, and to bring everlasting righteousness, and to seal the, seal the words of the prophet, I apologize, Okay, and to confirm the words of the, the, the prophet, the visions 
of the prophets. And to anoint the Holy of Holies. So in 70 70s, I don't know what that is. Could that be 70 cycles of seven years, which is 490 years, the 70 years of Galut Babel and the 420 years of the Beit HaMikdash? It could, that's the Gemara. It could be Rav Sadia and the Ramban say from the first destruction to the second destruction, which is a different chronology. Um, but it seems to be, it's been decreed that, there, that that's how long it will take for sin to be wiped out and for the, for the prophecies to be confirmed. And that's when everything will be erased and things, and that's when the Beit HaMikdash can be re-anointed and resume its rightful place in the center of the Jewish people. Okay, and then he goes on to say, Pasuk Chafhei, and you should know and not comprehend. From the emergence of the word, to return and build Yerushalayim, until the anointing of the prince, will be seven septets. And for 62 septets, groups of seven, it will be rebuilt. And the, the, a street and a moat will be rebuilt, but it will be troubled times. And after the Shavuim Ushnaim, the 62 sevens, Yikaret Mashiach, the anointed one, will be cut off, the Enlo, and he will exist no longer. Am Nagid, and the people of a, of a ruler will come and destroy the city and the sanctuary. Habavikitzo, I apologize. Habavikitzo b'shetef, but his end will be to be swept away. And then until the end of the war, it's decreed there will be desolation. V'higbir brit l'rabim, and he will forge a covenant with the great ones. Shavua echad, for one seven. And, but half of that seven, for half of that seven, he will, he will abolish Zevach umincha, korbanot, v'al knaf shikutsim mishomem, and he will, and the, the um, mute abominations will soar high, v'ad kala, until it exterminates, titach al shomam. And then finally, extermination, which is decreed, will pour down upon this mute abomination. I told you this wasn't going to be easy. Uh, what does this mean? It's quite difficult to understand, but it seems to be that after some kind of a time period, then there will be a degradation. Things will fall down. Um, the Ibn Ezra says, from the time of Daniel's prayer until the walls are rebuilt in the book of Nehemiah, that's 43 years. He says that's part of the sevens. Um, there are different calculations, all of which are rather complicated and not within the scope of our acquaintance with the book of Daniel in this format. However, in any case, there will be some kind of rulership which will then ultimately be destroyed by another nation. Uh, it seems to be Am Nagid, some type of a haughty nation, and they will destroy Yerushalayim, and that will endure in, for a specific period of time. And then ultimately... And we, we hope it will be restored. I'd like you to note that here in this parak we have two words which repeat several times, the word shimama, destruction, but also correspondingly the word tzedek, righteousness. 
The cure for the destruction is our righteousness. As the Navi tells us, Tzion b'mishpat tifadeh b'shaveha b'tzedakah. Have a wonderful day.